0: we are back for another transfer roundup week commencing the 20th of june tomorrow is my birthday and if you see this it'll probably be out today or tomorrow so it'll be my birthday tomorrow if not wait till midnight to wish me happy birthday anyways i digress so i'm not going to keep you here too long before we get into the the transfer roundups but we are trying to hit a thousand subscribers on youtube so please if you're not already subscribed to us on youtube also like Spotify, SoundCloud, appreciate all the support over there. But if you can just get us to a thousand subscribers, I say by the end of this year, so by December of 2022, hopefully we can get to a thousand subscribers. Anyway, as you can see by the thumbnail, I'll get into the top stories first. And we've got an absolute juicy one. So, Cristiano Ronaldo would be able and would be ready to lower his salary to join Sporting in the near future. And that is coming from Republica, which is um a news news source in italy uh, i've been told they're sort of 50 50 reliable but um you know i think everyone wants this to happen really i suppose Cristiano Ronaldo coming back for a sort of last dance even though he didn't really even get a first dance here at sporting so i mean he will probably have to drastically lower his wages if verandas wants to keep him in sort of the, the wage bracket that we have and the, the salary cap and stuff like that you know if, whether it's a stake in the south whether nike helped finance the deal you know there's been so many conspiracy theories almost on, on how this deal is going to go, but um, as a republic also points that he's uh he's interested uh, in Roma as well. Former coach of his Jose Mourinho is there, didn't have the best time to get over Real Madrid. I know they had quite a public falling out, but um, I'm sure Jose Mourinho wouldn't, wouldn't turn down uh, a chance to sign Ronaldo, especially just in. Like you got, you guys mentioned it before. Like sales, sales in in shirts, pretty much just bring their own revenue and pretty much makes the money back. Especially if there's a free transfer, um, doesn't seem to be a part of Eric's enhanced plan. So I think this is one to watch out until the wire and deadline day. Something that that definitely can, I would say, happen. Maybe not this season, but the season next. You know, um, the World Cup coming up as well. Ronaldo wants to get as much game time as possible and stay fit for for the Qatar World Cup, which is obviously being in December. So whether that's at Roma, whether that's at Man United. At sporting, I mean uh, it he remains to be seen. But hopefully he can he can join sporting and again. Republica is, is uh is doing that one there, and that is the first top story. The second top story is one that you're probably sick of hearing by now. But if you've been living under a rock somehow, Jean Poligno is set to be sold to Fulham for 20 million euros plus two or f- well they say plus two or plus five in bonuses. So that's from Fabrizio Romano, that's from Record Ebola and Oshugo, all three of them. Saying that it's pretty much a done deal. Abola says he's flying out next week. He's currently on holiday, so he won't be announced till next week. Um, But so here's how the story goes Abola reported it, and you guys know it's sort of like a 50 50 with them. They reported the story that he was going to Fulham uh, and that they increased their offer to be higher than Wolves' offer. Wolves are still yet to offer for Polina. It looks like they won't be going to anyway. Um, So they offered for 18 million. uh, Polina apparently was told by Verandas that they would accept it. And it's up to the player whether he wants um, the move. Uh, Verandas managed to get an extra two million to get it to 20 up front and the rest in bonuses and objectives. Um, but Polinia was convinced by, by Marco Silva, obviously a former sporting coach. I don't know if he had many conversations with him because he was in the B team until sort of 2016 when George Jesus was here. So he didn't really get his chance with, with Marco Silva. But, you know, he seems to be convinced by Fulham's project. You know, he's doubling his salary as well to £2.4 million, which I'm uh, I'm not saying he's there for the money, but it's definitely an extra incentive for him. But, um, yeah, he, apparently he would have preferred the Wolves move, but Wolves never came with the official offer. We're apparently waiting on Ruben Neves to be sold, which never happened or hasn't happened yet. Um, so it could be that Wolves uh, are left with sort of their hands in their pockets if um, Neves leaves as well. It doesn't really leave them with a lot of midfielder options. A lot of them have already gone in transfer windows. There's been few mid- midfielder signings around europe so yeah Polinia looks to be sold for for 20 million i think is a bit low i probably think we could have got at least 25 but when you count the, the bonuses and objectives probably will get there anyway but what a story the man's had from from being exiled almost training on his own had two bids rejected from csk moscow they won 15 million but they didn't want to didn't want to pay up but they offered 12. Uh, and then from before, even before that, was loaned out to Braga for two years where we had uh, Goodelge and Dumbia and Eduardo Enrique, which is absolutely no disrespect. They're, they're better players than I'll ever be. But, you know, Perlini was a level above and, in my opinion anyway, became one of the best midfielders in in the league at, at Braga and he really showed his quality under Ruben Amorim. So it's a good thing that Ruben, Ruben Amorim sort of stuck his neck out for, for Perlini. and said to Verandes, look, I need this player. And he was... I know people have a have a say like you, you got his better than him and Polini has limitations, but that season he was immense the the title winning season. He put he's one of them rare players that puts his body on the line. And if you're a Fulham fan watching this, like he, he puts his body on the line, every tackle he's gonna get stuck into and he's just he's one of them sort of fight for the badge on the shirt and I think he's gonna win over so many Fulham fans, especially in big games. I can imagine him going hard against their their rivals Chelsea and Got a few London derbies in there as well, but I think Wolves also miss out on a brilliant player. I think Panini is going to ad- adapt to the, the Premier League well. It's uh, definitely a lot more physical league. Yeah, than the Portuguese league, and even so, Polina going to Fulham probably increases his um, standing within the national team as well. Being in the the Premier League, William is set to be off defender back chain. Danilo obviously at PSG, and you've got other players, Otavio, Ruben Neves, as, as mentioned. You know, if he performs well at, uh, at Fulham, he might be uh, in the pecking order for the for the start in the national team. But yeah, Polinia, fantastic servant. Thank you for for everything you've done again a great player and, and fulham you've really got a, a great player in your hands 100% be sad to see him go but also you know is a better move for his family and better move for him so hopefully for, from there he can he can sort of progress his career i don't know what his next steps will be but seems to seems to be good for him and finally, the last top story we have is uh Matthias Noons um had an offer from Wolves, which apparently it was fifty million, but Matthias Nunes isn't convinced to buy the Wolves project and wants Champions League football. Um Verandes has tried to get up to, to sixty million. Um Wolves sort of have like stayed silent on it. Fabrizio Romano also reporting that no terms are agreed, not personal terms. No offers with, with the club has been confirmed. But uh one of the things that uh, Fabrizio mentions Excuse me, is um, is that Matthijs Nunes isn't convinced and doesn't really want the move and can't agree personal terms just because he doesn't really see it as a step up. And I, I don't think that's disrespectful. When Wolves fans are saying, I know the, the money's in the Premier League and it's the most watched league in the world, but when you look at it, it's it's going from the Champions League and getting your eyes like he was called out by Pep Guardiola and one of the best midfielders in the world. Like that's that's crazy. Not just to Bruno Large but like when you have that amount of talent saying how good you are then you're sort of aiming for for a man city for a liverpool um for the the, the top four chelsea arsenal tottenham united another order to wolves when when you hear that and they've got european football and wolves don't really have anything so um it looks like Matthews Nunes is going to stay put unless another offer comes in but even so um looks like uh, Nunes isn't accepting it um but record also report um that if Mateus leaves, Sporting will have up to 50 million spent on a centre midfielder uh, probably a creative one. Um, so our record signing, by the way, 17 million on Paulinho. Um, and there's other ones like Vieto, which was technically a swap with Jelson so I don't know if that really counts, but he was listed at 11 million. You've got Vinagre at 10. So someone, if Mateus leaves, we're going to get uh, maybe a potential record-breaking transfer in the clubs-wise. Um, but, you know, it looks like Matheus isn't leaving. So I, I think that one could be taken with a, with a pinch of salt. But, yeah, top stories. Ronaldo would be able to lower his salary. Padinho is set to be sold to Fulham for €18 million. Euros. And Matheus Nunes had an offer from Wolves, which was rejected by the player himself cool so those are the three big top stories let me move on to the first newspapers we're going to go through and that's a record and um, i don't know if i explained this last time but we go with record because they've seen to be the most reliable ones for sporting news at least they use like a 95 percent success rate a baller and a you can put sort of on the same pedestal because they just don't have the insider sources i suppose that the record do with sporting um so we'll get onto that here Excuse me, I'm just taking a drink now. So uh, we'll start off with um, Sporting have entered new talks for, uh, for Trincao. Trincao's other clubs interested, but he only wants Sporting. And that was news of record today. So that was on the front cover. And that was sort of their big story heading into today. There were some other ports around the world saying that Trincao might be offered as a, as a sort of make way in the Kutkan Day to Barcelona deal but um trincao has said apparently he only wants sporting there's been other clubs interested but it seems like Pelini, uh, it's not polina trincao is he's pushing for that move so trincao might be a sporting player but i think I've, I've seen a lot of people say that it'll probably be like a deadline day thing where it just drags out as like a transfer saga to the end of you know, the window and i can definitely see that happening but if sporting want to get ready for pre-season they need to sort of step their ideas up and, and push forward and hopefully get um it should be a loan with an option to buy but I don't know if George Mendes is gonna have any say in it but um looks like he'll be sort of the 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 one to help push this deal along as well. Next one, um Rafael Camacho should be leaving. First of all, he rejected um an extension in his salary which would have taken it to 1.6 million clean after tax. He's currently 1.3 million So to help the club out a little, he just said, yeah, I won't take it. That's fine. He is one step away from joining Aris in Greece. I believe that's how you say it. Um, But he's holding up for Burnley, who are interested and are willing to pay the three million, the sad one, um, to get rid of him. It will probably be a loan with an option to buy for both teams. But it seems like Camacho will have his final days in the sporting shirt soon. Um, never quite worked out for him. He was one of the, the big investments of the, the, the Vanuva Randis era. Obviously, the, one of the highest paid players, higher paid than Coates, higher paid than just, for example, Pot and Yagate and all these players that are, uh, are very good. So, yeah, so looks like is on his way out. Got relegated last year with B-SAD, got relegated the year before with Rio Ave. Let's hope he doesn't do the same to Burnley or Is. But yeah, so he's holding up for Burnley but expect him to be announced as an Aris player soon is what I would say. Next bit of news, Eduardo Cresmo is a part of the, pers- the pre-season uh, team and May stop sporting from signing another centre-back if he performs. Amarim has never been too keen on him, so it'll be good to see um, what the sort of plan is for him. We've also got Jose Márcia and-, and Jesus Pogba Alcantara coming in as well. That's three centre-backs they are all going to try and be competing for another spot. Do we potentially need another one if any of those perform? You know, the jury's still out. We we might need another experienced centre-back because as little as Vidal played last year, he was still an immense player to, to have on the bench. So it might be that um, Eduardo Cresma steps up and he gets that sort of uh, second choice. Because there's going to be three centre backs starting, whether it's he'll be the second or sort of third choice centre back coming off the bench. You know, I, I think it'll be a good spot for him. I, or, like I, I've always said, alone would be better for him, but it'll be good to see if Eduardo Cresma can convince Amarim of his maturity. Because I think that was the one thing that um, that he could never sort of convince Amarim with. Uh, Pedro Marx has left for Holland, NEC. I believe that's how you how you say it. Um, for free, uh, Sporting will keep a percentage of his pass, but Pedro Marquez again never sort of worked out for him here as well, had a few loan spells, had a few productive spells with the B team, was out on loan at Famili-Kow last year and didn't set the world on fire. Was on loan at Holland at one point, I can't remember what club, so you're going to have to forgive me, but he was very good there in the second division. Um, didn't end up getting that permanent move, but, you know, he he's he's joined NEC and hopefully he, his career can kick on. He's still 23 or 22, I believe, so definitely room for improvement and hopefully he shows sporting what they're missing any sort of percentage of transfer fee will go to sporting so that's also good if he does perform because he's not going to get game time with uh, with Paulinho um there at the moment uh, another rescinded contract um is Bruno Tavares one of the brightest wonder kids even some people say he would be better than Joelson Fernandez he was sort of the next one and when no one didn't really speak about Ignacio and Mendes, he was supposed to be the next one to sort of come up, especially when Amorim first took over. Um, but yeah, he's rescinded his contract. He he was shot uh, in the chest by one of his friends I think two years ago and was sent out on loan to Varzim, and it, he didn't really have a productive spell there. So he's rescinding his contract and joining Paphos in Cyprus. Sporting uh, will keep 50% of any future sale. Again, it's it's sort of the influences around him that stopped him from becoming the player he is or should be. Anyone who's had him on Football Manager for sort of the last two years as well knows he goes to be an absolute stud on the game. So, you know, the potential is there, but it's just if you can get the right frame of mind and I guess a fresh start in Cyprus, new culture, new language is something that might, might come on or it might derail even further. We might have sort of like a Freddy Adu situation on our hands where he just ends up playing in, in the second tier of Finland or something like that. No disrespect to Freddie Adu, of course, but, you know, so much potential, but, but not enough to act on it, I suppose, is the, is the moral of the story there. Uh, next story is Al-Rad in Saudi Arabia will sign Eduardo Enrique if they don't get relegated. Um, Eduardo Enrique is currently on loan there with an option to buy and Al-Rad are, are currently one place above safety. So if they if they they stay up, then Eduardo Enrique is going to become an Al-Rad player and get another big salary off the books. Um, seemed like he's found his foot in there, so that's so a fair play to him. Don't think he'll be missed at all, though. it was wasn't a great player for sporting. Um, so yeah, sort of these these record ones have sort of been like getting the the dead wood, so to speak, um, out of the club. Pedro Marks, Rafael Camacho, and now Eduardo Enrique, um, and also Bruno Tavares as, as well. So yeah, they're Sporting are looking to to get rid of those players. It looks like, and um, Sporting will get um 100k of Demarais transfer fee to Atlanta. Um, they activated his buy clause, and due to fifa solidarity payments will get one percent of the transfer which amounts to a it's always nice it's not a lot of money but nice to that'll pay someone's wages i suppose for for a, a few months i suppose so yeah it's a, it's a good little feed to have in uh gonzalo costa uh this is an interesting one was in the b team his contract expired at the end of the season uh joined Portimonense and rejected Barcelona. Barcelona offered him a spot in his B in their B team, but he said he wants to play for an A team, whether that's Portimonense, Barcelona. I'm pretty sure Barcelona will not want to play him. So yeah, he, he joined Portimonense, and that was actually from Pedro Spalduva on Twitter, but also record has confirmed the story. He did in fact in fact reject Barcelona. There was also offers from Estoril, Real, but he decided Porto was was the best place for him. Sana Fernandez, the brother of Joelson Fernandez, will sign for Barcelona on a free. Speaking of them, Um, he was linked to to Man City. Um, He's not signing a a new extension. Um, It seems to be a lot, quite a lot of theme within this sort of transfer roundup as well that people aren't signing extensions. So yeah, he's he's off to Barcelona, um, and you know, definitely one to look out for. I think he's going to be a great player in the next few years, but definitely one to keep tabs on. Morita from Santa Clara, the Japanese international, will be announced next week. He's the first member of the squad to not only speak, he doesn't speak Portuguese, doesn't speak Spanish or English. He comes with a translator, which Sporting will pay for as well. And, and hopefully they can get Morita up to speed and hopefully become one of the one of the good midfielders in the Sporting system. It's a bit of a weird transfer, I think, and one that's dragged on for a while, but it seems to be all done and, and signed and, and, and delivered almost. So, yeah, he should be announced next week. Uh, so look out for that. Or even in the coming week, just make sure you got your notifications of the sport entrance uh, 4160 and we will be the first to update you. or well, maybe the second if sport tweeted first. But yeah, hopefully we can we can announce that for you as well. Uh Daniel Bragansa will have a better role next season and it says, especially if Matthews Noon's is sold, which is weird because in the same vein they also said that they're gonna give 50 million to Ruben Al-Rim to get a creative midfielder when we've got Bragansa. So it's a bit weird. I, I think Braganza deserves deserves to start next season. I don't think, you know, we should end up splashing cash on such a creative player. Maybe if we get one in for like 8 million or 6 million, or whatever, to come off the bench and have um, Braganza there to, to sort of um, learn off him. But yeah, I, th- I think it'll be hopefully he'll get a better move, I've a better role even. I love Braganza, and I, I think he'll move soon if, if um, he's not given the game time. George Mendes is an, an agent as well, so definitely watch out for that one. Uh, Chico Lamba and Rafael Fernandez, um have also rescinded their contracts. Um, they didn't renew them at the end of the season, and they're looking to leave. Um, so, yeah, Chico Lamba and Rafael Fernandez, both 19-year-old centre-backs. Also, early in the season, um, Joao jo- Goulet, I believe his name, or Goulart, wherever his name is, um, also rescinded his contract and joined, I believe, Vazim uh, on a free. So it seems like a lot of sporting centre backs seem to be going. I don't know if they see a, a clear progression, but from what I saw, Chika Lambo and Rafael Fernandez aren't the best players. Uh, they got absolutely smoked against Benfica when they played in the the under nineteen. I think it's the under nineteen Champions League. Absolutely smoked, and they they were they weren't very good. So. You know, maybe a fresh start do them good if they get into like a second league team or even uh, a newly promoted team like Casapia or, or something like that and you can come off the bench there. You know, you are not sure you're not sure what their potential is, but hopefully they can make good on it. Last two rumors from record, um Bayern Labor Cruz and all Consola Plata, pretty simple one really. Um he has an offer on the table from Valo de Lid. But Valo de Lid are trying to sort of negotiate it down so they can save a bit of cost with Sporting, but Sporting don't seem to be budging. So Bayern Leverkusen might come in at the last second to swoop for Gonzalo Plata. Definitely a hot prospect and, and it's been linked to a number of teams uh, and will still be a link to a number of teams throughout this video. So yeah, make sure you get to the end of that to find out what other teams are linked to him. But yeah, Bayern Leverkusen are interested in Gonzalo Plata. And lastly, uh, Atletico Madrid and Barcelona are keeping tabs on Pedro Porro. They sent scouts um, to watch him uh, throughout the season, including Real Madrid as well. But it seems to be Atletico and Barcelona are the most keen ones to to get his signature. Um, so, yeah, I definitely want to keep out on. Obviously, he's a Spanish-born player, Spanish international. You know, probably has dreamt of playing for Atletico Madrid or Barcelona. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that one goes as well. Now, we're on to Abola um abala's first one is luis felipe will be loaned out again to either turkey or greece he got eight goals last year for crete in greece Um he's definitely attracted some suitors in turkey and in greece so we'll see what happens there um if we could get someone to buy on a, on a transfer but it seems like he'll be loaned out again with a, a, a percentage of his wage being covered by one of the clubs he goes out to um i would say the Teams in Turkey are a bit more richer than the ones in Greece. So if we're looking to load him out, we'll probably try and send him to Turkey to try and recoup some of that wage. Um, supporting are keeping tabs on a guy called Dario Osario, 18, from Chile, from the Universidad of Chile. Um, apparently, one for the future. I've not seen anyone else confirm it. Polaro uh, said is it's, they're just scouting him. There's nothing concrete. There's no offer going in, but they're just saying he's the one to watch, especially for sporting scouts. Um, I mentioned this one earlier. Abollo reporting Polini will be announced as a Fulham player next week. Um, he's currently on holiday in the Maldives. Um, so yeah, next week he should be flying to England to complete his medical and he should be announced as a as a fulham player next week. Uh, a Bola also reporting that Pedro Poro will be available for 13 million euros. Again, take this one with a, a grain of salt. He's only just joined. Um I, I don't think he's going anywhere, especially for that much, as much as you can sort of come at verandas for his negotiating tactics i don't think he he'll be silly enough to sell and put a part 30 million when we could get at least 50 or 60 million out of him so again i don't really believe that one but you know stranger things have happened i suppose Um, they've reiterated links as well to to spanish clubs real madrid atletico and barcelona i'll just turn it over my page here we're nearly done um Rio have won Renan on loan. Uh, Renan hasn't played in nearly three years now, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Apparently, the Villa, Villa de Condé club will want him and want him to be the number one. A Bit of a weird move, considering like going after a keeper hasn't played in, in, in three years. You know, He's definitely a little rusty in that sense. he been training on his own, not even having access to sort of the, the goalkeeper coaches and stuff like that in the training sessions. I feel like Renan was definitely a bit hard done by. People will say like he wasn't very good, but like, you know he was our first twist keeper it wasn't his fault that he kept starting do you know what i mean it wasn't his fault he got the lucrative wage that he got and he was just sort of binned off he's good enough to be the second goalkeeper i mean, i know he's not as young as uh, franco israel or, or like the the last goalkeepers were so so yeah next one uh gonzano uh platter um again to valor they're trying to lower his claws they basically just repeated what on record have been saying and they're trying to lower his clause and also try and give Sporting a bit more percentage of the, the future sale to sort of lower it. So Plata might be off to Valladolid permanently. It's going to be a difficult one for them. Um, they, Like I said, um are interested and another team interested um, from another newspaper. So we'll get on to that in a minute. Um, as I said before, Pelinio will double his salary, 2.5 million. Uh, Mallorca want to keep Taglia, and a rescindive contract for him is likely... Um. apparently he wants to get a, a fee from Sporting or Sporting want to get a fee from him to rescind his contract, sorry. Yeah, Sporting want to get a fee from him to rescind his contract. Um, But it looks like that's going to happen in the near future. So I think Pataglia will either be loaned out again, but with Mallorca covering more of his salary, or he'll just be uh, rescinded for a mutual termination and he'll just go to Mallorca anyway. Uh, sporting could owe 1.3 million for Tico Aparu. This is due to um or Aparu. Sorry for these um play, player names. I'm not really good with them as you can tell. But um yeah, due to a solidarity payment introduced by by the league, um basically covering players that are stolen from academies that are young on a free chance still getting conversation i believe it's under the age of 22 there will still be still be like offered compensation um but maybe sporting Airport to come come to an agreement they have done before on, on player sales uh, so it'll be interesting to see on that one as well uh, nuno santos has unnamed italian teams interested on in him again does it really doesn't offer any more information just says they've been scanning him all season and that there, there are at least three unnamed italian teams interested and we might see an offer from from nuno santos soon uh, lastly, from Abola, Inacio is linked to Barcelona and United, um, but will only leave for his release cause, which is 45 million. Um, recently re-signed his contract, I believe, last December. So, yeah, he's been linked away from Move This window. I don't think it's happening, though. But if it is, like, there's not much we can do about it. If his a 45 million release clause is, is hit, then he's got. There's not much we can do. And last but not least, so well, i say last but not least, uh, next is o- 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 jogo, and they say... Um, on hashtag Sleimani watch. Um, Slimani is uh, linked to Pathati Nikos and other teams in Greece. Uh, Pathati Nikos is looking to get him on loan, but uh, Sporting want to get rid of his wages entirely, so it might be another rescind like a Battaglia. So um, Slimani might be on his way to Greece. Um, Sporting haven't given up on Samuelino Lino either. Um, it will most likely be a loan. Atletico Madrid and with Simeone don't want to get rid of him and see him as a bright future for the club. So it might be a loan with no option to buy, but I think it will be a good pickup as well. Matthias Nunes is linked to Everton again. Last year he was linked to 18 million. Looked like the move was going to happen, um, but it, it, it failed to break down. Uh, with Rafa Benitez uh, saying, "No, oh, I think he was sacked shortly thereafter as well." Um, sorry, it was Ancelotti was there, and then Rafa Benitez took over, and then he said no. So yeah, 18 million was the fee reported last year, but Sporting are demanding up to 50 million now, and Everton have 50 million to spend apparently. So a jogger reporting in that Matheus Nunes might be a subject from, from Everton. Uh, last one from a and this is one I kept referring to. Gonzalo Plata is linked to Leeds to replace Rafinha, who should be off to Arsenal, Spurs or Barcelona, or the three teams that stressed it in Rafinha. Um, so Gonzalo Plata might be a sort of replacement for Leeds, which would be a good move for him, and definitely one that we can they can afford, and they can afford his salary as well. Last thing I want to get into, and this is sort of like the other section. So um Sport Witness, which is a, an English publication, have said that Subaru is linked to Middlesbrough again for six million. Um Chris Wilde apparently is still a fan of Slovenian, even though he didn't have the best of times at Middlesbrough. But they're trying to see if they can sort of hackle the price down and get him for even cheaper, see if Middlesbrough can can get him again. But yeah that's pretty much it 26 minutes sort of it'll be 28 by we finish by the time we finish this but before you get uh, any further please make sure you subscribe I'm trying to get a thousand subscribers by the end of december and if you like this content like just let us know or if you don't let us know hopefully we'll be having danny and chris on a future episode and there'll be more of us so we can speak a bit more and have a bit more of a podcast type thing but as for now these are just transfer round- roundups 30 minutes of just getting to speed if you didn't have time to didn't have time to really check twitter or facebook or any of the the newspapers been at work i know how busy you guys are so don't worry about it but if you want to follow me on twitter make sure to follow there at san fonseca and make sure to follow at sporting 160 en as well on twitter to stay up to date for all the transfer news even not transfer news basketball news modality news anything that goes on there anything sporting news related we've got you guys covered and again let us know what your thoughts are Thank you for listening and for watching and peace.